what is spiritual or religious abuse and what does it have to do with narcissists? Do narcissists use religion against us and how do they do that if they do? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Today we're going to talk about religious abuse, not just by narcissists, but in general. It is a widespread issue that a lot of people are dealing with. I'm not going to talk about any specific religion. I'm going to stay focused on the practice of spiritual and religious abuse by toxic people mostly in relationships. I was asked by a couple of people in this morning's chat to talk about this topic, so I wanted to go ahead and bring it forward while I was fresh in my mind. So to put it really simply, spiritual abuse or religious abuse is used in a relationship. Now, there are lots of different ways it can be used, but in this video, we're gonna talk specifically about how it's used in personal relationships to control you and abuse you. The definition of spiritual abuse in the case of a narcissist begins with someone using their religious beliefs to manipulate you, control you, and dominate you through fear. It is a systematic, methodical form of abuse that literally will sort of take the life right out of you, take the light out of your eyes as I like to say. It is a subtle form or sometimes not very subtle form of emotional manipulation that becomes emotional abuse in a relationship. A lot of people have never even heard of spiritual abuse and they sure wouldn't know where to begin if you told them they were experiencing it. So exactly what is that and how does it become emotional abuse? The first thing you have to know about spiritual abuse is, and religious abuse, is that it is based on controlling you. It's based on having power over you as opposed to treating you with love and respect as most religious texts would ask you to be treated. Now I'm not going to focus on any one religion here because this does happen across the board. Religion, not important. You could be a Christian, a Buddhist, Hindu, Jewish, Muslim, Confucianism, Taoism, Mormon, Rastafarian, New Agean. And then it even works with non-religions like atheists and agnostics. Even Satanists can use religious control religious abuse and manipulation against you. It's not about what religion you are. It's about the person that you're with or the parent that you're involved with and talking about who is the issue here. So again, this goes across the board. It could, but it could be anybody of any religion. It's about using religion and spirituality to control you. In general, what happens is that one person in the relationship attempts to manipulate someone, control them, or dominate them using the teachings of their particular brand of spirituality. A lot of times they do this under the guise of being, I'm so spiritual, I'm so religious, I really believe in what I'm talking about. Guilt and shame are also favorite weapons of a spiritual abuser. Now, in a marriage, this will happen when either the husband or the wife sort of rules their spouse with religious values or beliefs. Of course, this can also just be another way they can emotionally abuse you by making you feel like you're gonna go to hell or whatever if you don't do what they say is the right thing to do. Now, often they twist the texts and the different religious beliefs to fit their needs in this moment. And you will see that if you are in a church or another religious organization that does have a narcissistic leader, they often are doing the same thing, twisting the texts. So one of the signs of emotional abuse in religion or spirituality then is the very first one we're going to talk about complete power someone who is unquestioned 
in their power. This could be your spouse, your parent, church leader, someone who's abusing you directly and who is claiming ultimate power, almost like they are the higher power in your relationship. One of the biggest signs of a religious abuser is the dichotomous thinking, where it's either you're with us or you're against us. So they can't, there's no room in their minds for people who are different, have different beliefs, different ways of seeing things. Another sign is that the narcissist or the abuser will literally belittle and make fun of people who have different ideas and beliefs than you. For example, if they are religion A and they meet someone who is religion B, they will make fun of that person, belittle that person, minimize that person or group of people and tear them down. This happens a lot in cults. The reason that they do this is because it helps them to teach you indirectly that if you don't follow the beliefs and the ways of thinking that you're supposed to, you will also be belittled and made fun of. They also become very elitist in their thinking. The narcissist will refuse to be involved with or associate with anyone who isn't inside of their particular brand of spirituality. They'll consider them not good enough, unholy, impure. They will isolate you and themselves from those people in order to prove that they are in fact better than those people. They require you to completely accept things the way they say they are. Their point of view is the only point of view. That means that there is absolutely no room for discussion, no room for questioning authority, no room for differing views, no free will. If you refuse to follow the rules or you break the rules, you will be labeled with horrible names like sinner, demon, rebel, disobedient, disrespectful, ungodly. And they're very secretive about not only their religion and beliefs, but about weird stuff. Like maybe they join a group at church that you're not allowed to know anything about, stuff like that. While men are often as spiritually abused as women, there's one particular issue that sometimes causes women to get a little more of this kind of abuse directly. That is that a lot of religions require you to submit to your husband if you are a good Christian, Muslim, whatever, whatever. If you are to be a good fill in the blank. And that's why I think a lot of men who are narcissists will use religious beliefs to keep their spouse in line, so to speak. Now, there's another aspect of this, and that is that one spouse will suddenly get religion. You know, I'm changed, I'm transformed, I have religion now, everything's going to be okay. And then slowly over time, methodically, they begin to use that religion to control their spouse. So these people, especially in the case of the husbands who are controlling the wives, they sort of twist and turn the interpretations of their religious texts in order to force their wives to, to submit to them, to be controlled by them. The same thing happens when a minister becomes toxic and does this to his flock or her flock. It causes the people who are involved with this person or the wife or the husband of the person doing the abuse to become completely dependent upon that person for their spiritual knowledge and well-being and more. And this, of course, allows them to have more control over you and you have less control over yourself. Just like with any other form of emotional abuse, the spiritual abuser makes their victim feel like they don't have any control over themselves, they can't handle anything, and they must rely on the abuser to make sure they're doing things in the right way so that they can stay in compliance with their particular religion. They almost feel the need to get the approval from the abuser in order to feel like maybe they're still going to you know, go to heaven or whatever it is that they're 
focused on doing and by being good in this lifetime. They literally almost become subjects of the narcissist who is doing the abuse in this situation. Sort of like they're enslaved by that person. Obviously, the spouses themselves or the parents or the other spiritual abusers will have, like any narcissist, a need to be in control of you, a need to know where you are at all times and what you're doing. They will isolate you from outside people, people outside your church, people outside the home in some cases. They say that they want, you know, their respect and privacy, but they don't give it to you. You are not allowed to have respect and privacy. They will make you feel horrible for normal, healthy things. I remember in high school, there was a person that I knew who was caught masturbating by a parent. That person was told they were gonna go blind and go to hell for masturbation. It's a normal healthy thing that people do. And in that example, that person's mother who did the spiritual abuse in that case was blatantly teaching her teenage son that he didn't have a right to privacy or personal boundaries or respect. It was a very negative situation and I certainly hope that that person has healed from this stuff today because otherwise I feel sorry for his wife. So how can you tell if you're in a relationship with someone who is spiritually or religiously abusing you? That's what we're talking about next. Are you an equal in your relationship? If you're not and you know for sure that your spouse is the boss of the relationship or the leader in the relationship, there's a chance that you might be getting spiritually abused. Do you ever feel like your spouse is using or your parent is using guilt over you? religious guilt that you're not following the rules or some sort of shame that's meant to make you feel like you don't deserve whatever goodness is in your life. If you were someone who became pregnant before you got married, like me in my second marriage, or someone who has been living with their person but not married and you're maybe a, a parent has been ripping you apart for that, you could be getting spiritually abused. If your spouse or parent tells you that or makes you feel like, implies that, questioning their judgment or questioning anything that they've said or done is like questioning God or whatever higher power you're focused on, you could be getting spiritually abused. If your spouse or parent or other religious abuser or narcissistic abuser twists the text the text that you read in your religion your bible or your quran or whatever you're reading if they twist the text in order to fit whatever situation you're in and make you feel bad or guilty or not good enough you might be getting religiously abused if you ask your spouse a question about your religion and they don't give you a straight answer are you pushed down do they give you an answer that's made up do they ever ask you to look up the answer? Do they ever ask you to go to your religious leader and find out the answer? This is another thing that happens. They don't want you to go look up the answer. They want you to listen to them. If they are an abuser, they will encourage you to only study what they expect you to study, what they told you to study, and they'll encourage you to focus on again what they said and they will twist the text to fit whatever their particular motive is at that moment if they use guilt fear intimidation to control you you might be getting religiously or spiritually abused if their leadership in your family is all about controlling you and treating you like you don't belong or you don't matter or you're not good enough and it's based on something that they've learned at church or at synagogue or wherever they're at you might be getting religiously abused 
If you are being religiously abused, you probably have a lot of fear in your daily life. Here's something important to know. No healthy church or synagogue or religious group is going to ask you to live in shame all the time. A healthy religion, a healthy church, a healthy spiritual group is always going to focus on elevating you and making you a better person, making you feel better about your life, explaining things that happen in life. They should work toward freeing you from guilt and shame not living with guilt and shame, not making you feel guilty and shameful for being who you are. Healthy religion, it doesn't give you those things. It doesn't focus on guilt and shame. You deal with it through your religious practice, in many cases are forgiven for your, your sins or your bad behaviors by the higher power based on whatever practice you do. This video is not about religion. This video is about religious abuse, you see? The narcissist is all about the illusion of good. Narcissist wants people to believe he or she is a good person. And often, narcissists are attracted to religion because they can have definable qualities that some text, scripture, Bible, book says, this is what makes you a good person. So if they can quote scripture or they can quote the Quran or they can quote whatever book they're into, this in their mind makes them a good person. If they are good and they know what God says or what Allah says or what whoever says, then that is a way for them to, in their minds, be good enough. They can also use that as a way to make you not good enough. And they love that. The narcissist will do this to you in order to feel like they are somehow righteous and better than you. It's very simple and they use religion because it's so easy to manipulate people with the idea of a God or a higher power who will come down on them for their bad behaviors or maybe they'll come back you know you'll have to come back to in the next life as a cockroach or you'll spend your your whole afterlife in eternal damnation if you don't do what they say and they they're so good at emotionally containing you, isolating you, making you really doubt everything. This leads me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced religious or spiritual abuse? And if you have, what was that like for you and how did you deal with it? Share your thoughts and your ideas and your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. Now, if you're interested in my next video, I can talk about more ways that you can overcome spiritual abuse. Starting, of course, with learning what's real and what isn't, all right? So let me know if you're interested in that. Hit the like button and let me know in the comments below, all right? That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.